Yo, what is going on everyone? My name is Nick or the Notorious Fantasy and in today's video we're going to be talking about my must draft quarterbacks for fantasy football in 2021. Inside of today's video I'm going to be breaking down three quarterbacks that I feel like based upon where they are going at their current average draft position are must draft quarterbacks for fantasy football in 2021. But before we get into the deep dive, the breakdown of these three quarterbacks, I'd like to ask if you guys are new to my YouTube channel and you do end up enjoying today's video to please make sure to hit that subscribe button down below. Not only is it free, I put out content every single day to help you guys win your 2021 fantasy football championship. And whether you are new or not, please make sure that you hit that like button down below to help boost this video up the algorithm so that more beautiful people like yourself can see today's video. I would also like to let you guys know that I do post articles every single day on awesomeo.com about fantasy football. So if you guys do enjoy reading about fantasy football, my additional content is on there. And if you want an additional YouTube video from me every single day on the Osmo Fantasy Football YouTube channel. There is one video every day from myself, Monday through Friday. So without further ado, let's get into it. The first must-draft quarterback here is probably pretty obvious, but his ADP right now is far too low to where I feel as though he is a complete steal where he's going. Current underdog ADP, overall pick 98.3, quarterback number nine off the board, Mr. Discount Double Check A. Aaron Rodgers. Now, when it comes to Aaron Rodgers, the speak for the last couple of months have been up in the air. No one really knew what to do with Aaron Rodgers because there was always the outside shot that Aaron Rodgers just says fuck it and ends up being the Jeopardy host, or he says fuck it and he ends up retiring just as a whole, doesn't go do anything. And there was also a chance he went to Denver. There was also a chance that he was the Green Bay quarterback, but things eventually got resolved recently, and now Aaron Rodgers is going to be the starting quarterback of the Green Bay Packers for at least this season for the future that's an unknown but this is just a video about fantasy football in 2021 so that is what we will be focusing in on today last year in 16 games in his MVP season he finished as the quarterback number two in four point per passing touchdown leagues and the quarterback number one in six point per passing touchdown leagues averaging 23.9 four point per passing touchdown points per game at 29.9 six point per passing touchdown points per game from a points per game perspective he was the QB five in four point and the quarterback back number three in six point per passing touchdown leagues. Now coming into the 2021 NFL season, this is basically the exact same Green Bay Packers team that we saw last season offensively. All of the key pieces from last year are still there. They still have a pretty solid offensive line. They have, obviously, Aaron Rodgers, who's important to the reason why you want to draft Aaron Rodgers, because he actually showed up. They still have Devontae Adams, and they have running back A.A. Ron Jones. Robert Tunyon is there. They bring in Randall Cobb. They're trying to have a nice battle over who's going to be the wide receiver number two on the team, but frankly, it does not fucking matter at all, because Aaron Rodgers is there with Devontae Adams, and the value that, that Devontae Adams himself brings to Aaron Rodgers is enough to want to draft him as a top six top seven quarterback in 2021 right now coming off the board at quarterback nine is ludicrous now I understand you might be thinking Nick that's because they have not corrected yet for the move but they have they have corrected for the move and he's barely rising at the quarterback position position at quarterback number nine if that is where he is going to go in your drafts you should take him every single fucking time and you are going to be laughing directly to the bank Aaron Rodgers last season put up 
such great numbers. If we go ahead and take a deep dive into his numbers here, he threw 48 touchdowns to just five interceptions on the season, throwing the ball a grand total of 525 times, 32.8 times per game, ranking 13th at the quarterback position for 4,292 passing yards. Those 48 passing touchdowns at a 9.1% rate is very high, so you should expect that number to go down a decent amount, but even if it is to go down, you should still expect Aaron Rodgers to be a quarterback that has a very high touchdown to interception ratio. And even if it goes down a bit, he should still be one of the top 10 quarterbacks in fantasy football, even a top six, seven, eight quarterback in fantasy football. So going at quarterback number nine, like I was saying, is basically crazy. He had an 88.9% protection rate in 2020, ranking eighth at the quarterback position. And I expect this Green Bay Packers offense to offensive line, I should say to be just as good in 2021 to me Aaron Rodgers is one of those quarterbacks where you just don't overthink it a lot of people today like those flashy quarterbacks in fantasy football they like those guys who are going to go ahead and get them points from running the ball because those are free points and I agree drafting quarterbacks that run the ball is super fun but at the end of the day when you have a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers who's going to be putting up the statistics that Aaron Rodgers does without very much rushing upside it does not matter at all that he cannot run the ball like Kyler Murray, like Lamar Jackson, like Josh Allen, like even a guy like Dak Prescott, Joe Burrow, Trevor Lawrence, Ken. It does not fucking matter when you are going to be putting up humongous numbers on defenses week in and week out. The last ride, the last dance for the Green Bay Packers in 2021. While it probably won't let, won't end up with a Super Bowl win for Aaron Rodgers, it'll probably be another Another NFC Championship game loss, but at the end of the day, Aaron Rodgers is still going to be great for fantasy football because those playoff numbers, those playoff wins don't count in fantasy football. Next up, we got quarterback Big Dick Joe Burrow, quarterback of the Cincinnati Bengals, underdog ADP, quarterback number 10, overall pick 101.2 off the board. Last year, Joe Burrow had a 13 touchdown to 5 INT ratio on the season. In 10 games, he finished as the quarterback 25 in 4-point per passing touchdown leagues and the quarterback 25 in 6-point per passing touchdown leagues, averaging 17.4 4-point per passing touchdown points per game and 20 in 6-point per passing touchdown points points per game. From a points per game perspective, he was the quarterback number 18 in four point per passing touchdown leagues and quarterback number 19 in six point per passing touchdown leagues. So obviously the huge elephant in the room with Joe Burrow comes with the injury that he sustained in the middle of last season, tearing his ACL, his MCL, his PCL, and having meniscus tears, which is obviously a very bad injury. It looked gruesome when we saw it on the gridiron, but I did talk to a doctor, Dr. Edwin Poraz, and he assured me that Joe Burrow should be realistically fine. Now, he is cutting it very, very close to the timetable that you need to return for week number one. Now, I personally believe he is going to play because he does have the correct amount of time allotted to play, but he's cutting it very close by just a couple of days. So understand that Joe Burrow is cutting it close for week one. And if he does not play, which I do not expect, do not be surprised though, because that is entirely possible. When it comes to drafting Joe Burrow, 
I am very confident in the immense amount of upside that this guy has week in and week out in Cincinnati, and I especially expect him to be able to use his legs more. Now, I doubt at the beginning of the season that will be the case because Joe Burrow is obviously coming off of a tremendous leg injury, and a lot of things with injuries are psychological. It is a very psychological thing for Joe Burrow to be like, hey, maybe I won't try to run so I don't rupture my fucking leg like I did last season, but eventually I think he'll be able to get used to it and he will be able to run the ball like he did throughout last season as the season went on. Last year, like I said, Joe Burrow had a 13 passing touchdown to 5 INT ratio. He had 404 passing attempts in just 10 games. In just 10 games, he threw the ball 404 times, 40.4 times per game, 2,688 passing yards, 23rd at the quarterback position. Like I said, he threw 13 passing touchdowns to five interceptions. This season, just like last season, this offense is going to have to be throwing the ball at such a rapid pace. I have described this before in my videos, but I genuinely believe the Cincinnati Bengals are the Dallas Cowboys of the AFC, meaning the Dallas Cowboys have these excellent wide receivers. They have Michael Gallup, they have Amari Cooper, and they have CeeDee Lamb, and their quarterback is really good coming off of an injury. The Cincinnati Bengals have Jamar Chase, they have T. Higgins, they have Tyler Boyd, and they have a good quarterback coming off of injury, and both teams' defense is complete and utter dog shit, so they're going to have to be throwing the ball late on in games. While I am still somewhat in on Joe Mixon, I'm not the biggest Joe Mixon tout like I was last season touting him to be a top-five guy, I don't think that this season, because I genuinely believe this Cincinnati Bengals offense is going to have to be throwing the ball all game long, and I believe that Joe Burrow is a good enough quarterback to be able to do it. He had the 24th highest protection rate at the quarterback position last year, and I believe that does slightly increase in 2021. Now, I don't expect them to have the best offensive line ever going from 2020 to 2021. They could have had a much better offensive line if they elected to draft uh, Panay Suel instead of drafting Jamar Chase, but, you know, that's just how the cookie crumbles. They have a loaded offense when it, when it comes to weapons. They have a great quarterback coming off an injury. I believe Joe Burrow will be a league-winning quarterback, must-draft quarterback at quarterback number 10 off the board with legitimate top-five potential, especially if the injury doesn't hit him so hard and he's able to try to run the ball later on in the season. Final quarterback of this video, quarterback of my Miami Dolphins, Tua Tungavailoa, underdog ADP, quarterback number 18 off the board, overall pick 149.0. Tua Tungavailoa right now is basically going damn near undrafted, and to me, it makes no fucking sense. But before we get into this in-depth deep dive into Tua Tungavailoa's 2021 potential, I would like to let you guys know that if you did end up enjoying this video, I just want to ask you again to please make sure to hit that subscribe button down below. It's free, and I'm putting out this content every single day to try to help you guys out and win your championship. Also, if you guys want to check out the video from earlier today, I talk about the Carson Wentz injury and how bad this could potentially be for the Indianapolis Colts offense as a whole, meaning Jonathan Taylor could take a big dip in production if Carson Carson Wentz is out a long time right now. Carson Wentz is out indefinitely. Tua Tungavailoa, quarterback of the Miami Dolphins. So many reports out of camp right now. Everything I have seen as a Miami Dolphins fan now. Oh, Nick, you only like Tua because you're a Dolphins fan probably. I put zero 
bias into these videos. I've been a Dolphins fan my whole life. Dan Marino's behind me. My Dolphins logo that my girlfriend drew for me is behind me. I have a license plate holder with the Dolphins logo behind me as well. They are my favorite team of any sport. I love the Miami Dolphins, but I don't put any bias into these videos because that would frankly be idiotic. I've talked about it for years that I hate Devontae Parker, that I hate multiple players on this team, but I genuinely believe Tua Tungavailoa's upside in 2021 is the fucking moon because what I have seen out of training camp, every single report is that Tua is looking actually good, that Tua is now not pussyfooting his way around like last year where he's just trying to dump the ball off and play safe. And you know what? I understand that in your rookie year, you're coming off this hip injury. You don't want to make too many mistakes because then you're going to get benched for Ryan Fitzpatrick. But this year, there is no scare behind him. Jacoby Brissett is a fine quarterback, but he's not going to take over for Tua Tagovailoa. Tua is now taking these deep shots down the field in training camp. Tua is throwing these deep balls with precision, putting it over the corners perfectly into the bread basket of the receivers, of the running backs, of the tight ends. I genuinely believe Tua is going to have an excellent season in 2021, and an aspect of Tua's game that we're going to be talking about in a little bit is his rushing upside that not a lot of people talk about. In 10 games with 8 starts, Tua finished as quarterback number 31 in 4-point-per-passing touchdown leagues and quarterback 30 in 6-point-per-passing touchdown leagues, averaging 13.5 4-point-per-passing touchdown points per game and 15.7 6-point-per-passing touchdown points per game, meaning from a points-per-game perspective, Tua was the quarterback 31 in 4-point and quarterback 31 in 6-point from a points-per-game perspective. So obviously, he did not have the greatest of rookie season. He wasn't out there balling really like Joe Burrow. He wasn't out there balling week in and week out like Justin Herbert, but he did have a relatively productive season. They were winning a lot of games with Tua under center, 11 touchdowns to just five INTs on the season. He had a grand total of 290 passing attempts and 1,814 rushing yards. Those 11 passing touchdowns ranked 29th at the quarterback position. So obviously, his rookie year wasn't something amazing. But what do you expect out of a quarterback that only gets to play 10 games in a COVID offseason coming off of a humongous surgery that made people worry about his draft stock in the 2020 NFL draft? But I want what I want to look at here and what I want to focus on is his rushing stats as well as breaking down a couple of games last season where Tua really showed that potential. But I think he was handicapped by the offensive coordinator in Chan Gailey in 2020 to limit his upside, which is now gone in 2021. Tua had 36 rushes last season, nine red zone carries. He had three rushing touchdowns and 109 rushing yards. I believe Tua now, without the worries about the hip, is going to try to get a little bit loose uh, in the backfield this season compared to in 2020 because we did see him do that at Alabama. He had 190 rushing yards in 2018, five rushing touchdowns, 133 rushing yards in 2017 and two rushing touchdowns in just eight games. So he is a guy that is going to be able to get loose. That's not necessarily a main draw to his game. To his main draw is the fact that he is the left arm of fantasy football gods and is going to hoist the ball deep down the field. Now, that is obviously a more biased take. I don't think that Tua's the best quarterback in the NFL. But what I do know is that with this new system in Miami, Tua is destined for much more success because he is now willing to take chances that he was not going to be taking at all last season. He was very, very worried to throw the ball deep down the field last season. We saw two games, though, or three games, really, out of Tua last season where he showed what he can do game in and game out. Week 9, up against the Arizona Cardinals, he threw 248 passing yards on 
28 attempts, a 71.4% completion ratio. He threw two touchdowns to zero INTs. He had 35 rushing yards in that game and finished as quarterback number 16 on the week. Week 14, up against the Kansas City Chiefs, who were thought of as the best team in the NFL at that point. He had 48 Passing attempts, 58.3 completion percentage, sure, not the greatest, but he had 316, 316 passing yards. He had 13, or he had 24 rushing yards, one rushing touchdown. He threw two passing touchdowns and one INT. The other big game from Tua, week 15 up against New England, 76.9% completion percentage, nine rushing yards, two rushing touchdowns, zero passing touchdowns, and one INT. I genuinely believe that Tua is going to be on a spaceship directly to the fucking moon for fantasy football in 2021. I believe that on this team made all these changes for him. They got him Jalen Waddle. They got him Will Fuller. Obviously, Fuller's going to miss the first game of the season, but he has brand new weapons here. I am so big on the Tua train in 2021. Fandom aside, this seems like the easiest call for a breakout season in 2021 based upon everything we have seen in camp thus far. I know camp doesn't necessarily tell you everything about a quarterback, but the Dolphins do have a pretty solid defense, and Tua is practicing up against this pretty solid defense. So I do have a lot of strong beliefs about Tua in 2021, and don't be surprised if the guy who drafts Tua wins your fantasy league because drafting that late-round quarterback that hits with all those top 10 games, top 5 games, that's normally who has a very good shot to win your fantasy football league. So thank you guys all so much for watching. I love each and every one of you guys so much. I hope you did end up enjoying today's video. If you did, please make sure to hit that subscribe button down below. Make sure you hit that like button as well. I love you guys. Sorry for the Tua rant. It probably was much longer than for all of those quarterbacks because I think a lot of people are hating on Tua and he's going to have a much better season in 2020. 21. Make sure you guys stay safe. I love you guys. Good boy.